You are listening to episode 42 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today, we'll be talking about lessons from improv. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Hello, how are you today? This podcast is inspired by a book that I read last year, and I use it in my coaching programs. It's called Improv Wisdom, and it's written by Stanford Drama faculty member Patricia Ryan Madsen. This book delighted me on so many levels. Improv is the art of inventing a dramatic scene. There's not a script. In many cases, the actors are given just the seed of an idea. Improv has many fans, mostly because when you're watching improv, you're seeing a truly once-in-a-lifetime performance. I think a lot of people are aware of what improv is, and a lot of times it's combined with comedy, although it doesn't necessarily need to be. I've heard of improv used a lot in corporate settings, like, oh, bring in improv rules and that'll help um, corporate teams work together. But what really solidified my love of improv was when I attended an improvised Shakespeare show in Chicago a few years ago. It's still on my short list of my most incredible life experiences. The players on the stage took a suggestion from the audience and they delivered a a play entirely in Shakespeare's preferred writing style of iambic pentameter. Check the show notes if you're curious about iambic pentameter. There's a link to a YouTube video that explains it. Very artful, though, to create a play with something that was shouted out by the audience and to do it in that very specific delivery style, the meter of the iambic pentameter. Ugh. And it was incredible. It was so well done. And to notice that it was all happening in real time, something that would happen then and never be created since. Oh, I just love that because it reminds me that the concept of improv has so many crossover opportunities. I mean, when you learn the tenets of improv, you can experience life in a very playful, stress-diffusing way. That's what we're going to give an overview of today. Today, I'm going to very briefly share the tenets of improv, and I will talk about how practicing these improv techniques can help you alleviate stress and have more fun in your life. This book, it's it's not a large book, but it's very dense. It's packed with information. I'll read the 13 tenets, but I'm not going to be able to cover all of them here today. The full list is number one, say yes. Number two, don't prepare. Number three, just show up. Number four, start anywhere. Number five, be average. Number six, pay attention. Number seven, face the facts. Number eight, stay on course. Number nine, wake up to the gifts. Number 10, make mistakes, please. Number 11 is act now. Number 12 is take care of each other. And number 13 is enjoy the ride. 
even with those short descriptions, you get a sense that there's something about being very present in all of these tenets of improv. I could choose any of these to illustrate how improv would improve your less stress, more fun life. But today I'm going to choose a couple. The first one that I want to um, pick is number 10. Make mistakes, please. Do you love to make mistakes? Do you invite them? I would say that 80% of my coaching sessions have, I want to avoid making a wrong decision as one of the things brought into the session. Humans may be naturally, but then we're very, very highly socialized to avoid making mistakes. I mean, we go to school and we're told that mistakes give us bad grades and bad grades are by definition bad. <laughs> but why? I mean, mistakes are core to our human experience. Show me the baby who learns to walk on the first try. Show me the rocket system where the rocket took off on the first try. Making mistakes is literally part of our lives from an early age, and mistakes are part of everything that we look around and have as conveniences and benefits of the human ability to create. Why are people so averse to making mistakes or even seeking opportunities to make mistakes? Well, I'll tell you my thoughts. When you don't make a mistake, other people don't have to feel unpleasant feelings. <laughs> I think part of why we're socialized to avoid mistakes is to keep people comfortable, keep us comfortable and in line. If you make a mistake at work, your boss then has the discomfort of having a conversation and maybe educating you. When you cut someone off in traffic, another person feels the discomfort of annoyance. When you overdraft your bank account, your partner has the discomfort about your choice. Of course, when you ruin your children's childhood, then they have to pay the price by going to lots of therapy, <laughs> right? I think we're socialized to prevent making mistakes in part because we're also told that we create other people's feelings, that if another person is in discomfort because of something we did, that we're the only cause of that. But that's not entirely true. And it's not very helpful because a decision of, is this going to be the right or wrong job to take is a matter of perspective. When you decide something's right or wrong, it's literally the story your mind tells you after you've lived into the decision. I'd like to offer that a mistake is simply an experiment with an unexpected outcome. You've run an experiment and it didn't turn out the way you'd hoped or expected. That's neutral. It's neither positive nor negative until you make it so with your thinking. The more you're willing to go forth and try new things, the more you're likely to make mistakes. But mistakes are where the magic of a playful life happens. Mistakes are where you try something, get a result, you learn from it, and you move forward. So yes, I'm a fan of this improv tenant number 10. Make mistakes, please. <laughs> the other tenant that I wanted to share with you today is number 13. Enjoy the ride. I love the examples she gives in the book about enjoying the ride of being alive. How would that apply? 
in your life, does this mean maybe laughing or smiling more, dancing and moving your body more, being silly? When you're thinking about enjoying the ride, what does that mean to you in a less stressful, more playful way? For me, it's all of the above. I love being silly. I tell my kids that they could be YouTube millionaires if they would just put a GoPro on and take me and stream the video because I'm hilarious. I dance, I sing, I talk in voices and accents. I am my kids' box of chocolates. In their life, I'm the box of chocolates. They never know what they're going to get, except it's going to be quirky, goofy, and 100% trademark me. You're the only person in every scene of the movie of your life. So yes, please apply this improv tenet to you. Enjoy the ride. Now let's go from the overview of improv into how does practicing improv allow you to alleviate stress and have more fun? You show up ready to say yes without preparation. Notice what comes up for you when I even suggest this. You just show up ready to say yes without preparation. In many cases, people like the sound of it initially, and then they find it unlikely that they themselves would practice showing up, ready to say yes, without preparing. That's where we start, in the how. What do you say yes to? What do you say no to? To live an improv life, decide that you'll say yes to things that are a real yes to you. You don't have to like everything you say yes to, but it's about being intentional. Your intentional yes isn't just a recipe for a peaceful, joyful, excited, everything in my life is my choosing. I'll give an example. My kids have all kinds of activities, and I spend a lot of time driving them around. They ask for a ride, and I have the opportunity to say yes or no. And if I say yes, I'm going to be all in. I'm going to show up ready without necessarily preparation. I say yes to my workout and I show up, even if I'm not prepared or in the mood. (laughs) Improv is encouragement to say yes to showing up without preparation. And that without preparation part makes a lot of people I work with really uncomfortable. I work with people who are usually great planners, you know, professional, high achievers, and they're used to planning or preparation being equivalent to avoiding mistakes. When you avoid mistakes, then you get to avoid those uncomfortable feelings. But let's challenge that. Remember, this improv suggestion is show up willing to say yes without preparation and Do you really have to prepare as much as you think you do? Are there times when preparation actually keeps you in preparation mode, in analysis paralysis, because you're trying to avoid discomfort? Improv says, hey, you're on stage. You said yes to the opportunity and showed up. Now let's go. It doesn't say, say yes, do a lot of readiness, show up, and then you're going to feel great. Feeling uncomfortable is part of the journey of anything you do. When you encourage yourself to say yes to showing up without preparation, you can release the stress and pressure and open up to possibility. And fun loves to hang out with possibility. 
So today we covered those 13 basic tenets of improv, and the link to the book and some more information on improv is in the show notes. Then we talked about how practicing improv can actually help you alleviate stress. You don't need to stay in planning. You just show up. You are probably so much more ready than you think you are. All right, it's time for Coach Lisa's homework. This week, journal about your relationship to making mistakes. What do you believe about making mistakes and where did you learn these ideas from? And then reflect on the situations in your life that have brought you the greatest gifts and learning. How much of the best things in your life came from trying something where you could have made a mistake or you weren't sure how it was going to turn out? Notice if some of the best things in life came from happy accidents. And ask yourself if you're committed to inviting mistakes in your life. Yes, make mistakes, please, but enjoying the ride anyway with all of its joys and all of its pains. It's all part of it. Go out there and and think of yourself as an improv artist in the next week or two and join the Facebook group and tell me what you are experiencing. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying what you're learning, I'd love to have you as a member of the Less Stress, More Fun community on Facebook. Join me there to continue the conversation from the podcast. Plus, you'll get access to things I share only with community members. I'll talk to you next week.